I'm excited to announce that we are now on Patreon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. And so I was thinking about that and I thought, that's why I'm here. I don't want to just sit in meditation and, and joy and in paradise. Yes, it's lovely, but there's so much more to do. This podcast is not about talking to aliens, uh, but it is about talking to source, which is all of it. Mm-hmm. So, and plenty of people think that's kooky, right? Plenty of people would, you know, who, who is this dude that says he's, he talks, you know, source or God or, or whatever. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. So we can make fun of ourselves too. Oh uh, yeah. 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 And, I, <laughs> and we should, and we should. I love, I absolutely love um, looking into all, all belief systems. I so enjoy that. And I did even when I was um, with religions, I wanted to know about every single religion and, and I find humor in all of them and not again, not, not judgment, but just, it fascinates me the different cultures and the different ways people believe. And, and yeah, I think it, I mean, obviously I went down the TikTok hole for three hours. So I saw lots of interesting. And your your TikTok hole was was all religion and spirituality stuff. Yeah, it was just different belief systems, and there was other things mixed in there. Um, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, a lot of spirituality, psychic mediums. Um, uh, I'm trying tarot cards, crystals. I love my tarot. See, cards. I don't ever see any of that. I don't. I don't. I don't partake in any of that outside of the stream. So I don't see any of that on my TikTok. It's really interesting that that algorithm is giving you what you watch though. So if I say there's too much politics, it's because I'm stopping and paying attention to something that's political or I wouldn't be feeding it to me, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm fascinated by all these um, different belief theories, like I said, and conspiracy theories, which I don't believe are conspiracy theories. I don't call them that. That's just what they're called. I'm just fascinated by it because I do believe as a stream has taught us there's some truth in all of these things yeah yeah and and i just so i just listen and i enjoy discovering what they have to talk about and and then the things that i don't enjoy i just move on which is the nice part about the tiktok well it's a sign though that the world is definitely feeling unsettled Mm -hmm. people think the world is spinning out people think the world might be ending right oh i know and uh, living out of the U.S. on a remote island with very small amount of people here, considering, um, and I don't really care to watch news because every news channel is the same stuff. So TikTok is kind of like my window to, the, to what's going on in the world and what people are listening to and believing and, and creating for themselves. But, you know, like I said, I, I definitely have to change, which I didn't realize that you just said that David about what you're stopping on is then what they start feeding you. So yeah. you're um, attracting it. I'm attracting. <laughs> I'm going to attract like some coffee stuff too. Cause I love my coffee. <laughs> so I'll switch yeah, just watch a couple of coffee videos and you'll get 10,000 more for the next three hours, yeah. apparently. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's really so, interesting too. It's like you're, you're looking at all these different belief systems. And I believe if you're an educated debater mm-hmm. or if you just want to have a larger worldview that you can pull off of, 
so, and resource and know yourself. It's not something that somebody else is telling you. You're doing your own research or you're looking into it. You're like, yeah, I jive with that. Oh yeah, I see the consistencies. And yeah, I really can't get on board with that at all. But then when that conversation comes up with uh, you know a real person, you have the opportunity to look at their viewpoint, to have a conversation with them and to still allow them to be exactly where they are and not try to change them or, you know, make them see your way. But it's really interesting. It's almost like you're um, allowing yourself to relate more fully to what's going on with humanity instead of just being like, oh, that's a, that's a stupid religion. Oh, darn alien. You know, you're giving yourself the opportunity to have an open mind, which yeah. is a rare and beautiful thing. Oh. You can you can dial into any vibration. By the way, the snoring that you hear in the background, I have the dogs in my uh, office with me, uh, my very echoey office because it's not fully set up yet, but it will be less echoey in the future, I promise. But uh, Lola and Rocco are with me right now and Rocco is snoring away right behind me. I know you can hear it. So. I love it's it. the, the background music of this episode is, is Rocco's. Is supplied by Rocco. Gentle breathing of Rocco. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I love what the stream has talked about lately with we all run on an operating system. They've been talking about that for four years, but we run on an operating system that is our belief system. And the matrix has created this, this sort of standard operating system for humanity. And it has nuances and variations to it culturally and, and things like that, and certainly generationally. But still, it's a matrix of, of beliefs. And when we start deconstructing the matrix for ourselves and questioning everything, we, we, we begin to step out of it. But what happens inevitably, I think it has a lot to do with vibrational flow. You start stepping out of the matrix and then things start unraveling in your life a little bit. And suddenly you're thinking, well, gosh, things are unraveling because I quit going to church or things are unraveling because I quit working out or things are unraveling because of you know all these external things. And then you slip back into some other or go back into a former belief system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we default to a belief system, no matter what, even atheism is a belief system. It absolutely is. So the, there's no escaping having an operating system as long as we're physical. And that's what the stream is offered in Taya is, hey, this is an operating system that has no rules. It has no judgment. There's no worship. And it's rooted just in universal law just in allowing your natural source connection to be realized, just in detuning your own transgressors, becoming more and more aware of what the matrix is. That's clarity. That's mm -hmm. the clarity that they speak of all the time. And those of us that are deep into the practice understand that there are all these new levels available of clarity that are, are so much more than waiting on, you know, the aliens to come and save us or any of that stuff that we were laughing at earlier. Because it, it, you feel when, when you're when you're assigning yourself to that type of belief system, you feel like you are helpless and you need something external to save you from your experience. That humanity is unraveling and we have these intelligent beings that are going to come in and they're going to show us how to do it. And I, I don't think that we're supposed to you know, be heading towards some sort of utopia. Because I have now, through my practice and through the stream's teachings, I see the value in the negative stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the tough, that's the tough nut to crack for so many people. They're yeah. so steeped in the judgment of, of polarity of, of the negative things that come through. Yeah. That was definitely my learning point. I was noticing on this, this trip, the overarching theme for me when I was going through boot camp was trying to grok, trying to really understand what, what is this concept? The string keeps talking about, you know, finding joy in your obstacles. 
what the F, man? I couldn't, it was so hard for me to get. And I hammered away and I struggled and I kept trying and it was the false appreciation for a while. And then something would happen and I go down my spiral and I was pissed about it again. And I can't get this and was feeling really rageful. And then about a year and a half after I graduated from boot camp, consistently doing my practice. And all of a sudden one day, I don't even remember exactly what it was, but it dawned on me. It hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like, oh, I get what they're talking about now. <laughs> and for me, even now in the struggles of daily living in a trailer on the road, <laughs> which everybody thinks, oh, that's so great. You're so lucky. Yes, I am. Cool. Complete freedom. Exactly. Complete freedom. It is complete freedom, but it's freedom from some, some comforts as well too, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Four days without a shower, for sure. <laughs> Freedom from uh, showering. Freedom from showering. You're no longer encumbered by by having to shower. True, but that's um, going up and down my spiral, just noticing what's happening as I'm on the road, and that same piece keeps coming back to me. And I've been asking the other boot camp graduates, "What did you struggle with in boot camp, and have you noticed that it keeps reoccurring in your life? And is that the point that you still need to?" maybe fully focus on fully detune. I don't even think it's a detuning aspect anymore. What do you think, Carrie? Yeah, I, lo I love that you brought this up because um, I too have been thinking about that. And, you know, um, I moved to what is paradise in my opinion. And, um, you know, I sit out there and listen to the ocean at night and I'm just in such bliss but it occurred to me that that's, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life, which is what made me recognize the joy in those DTS moments is going and experiencing something new and then having the opportunity to appreciate it and to, to be inspired by it versus the opportunity, if you so choose to sit in it and be poor me, why is this happening? Right. Uh, you know, and, and when I too struggled with that concept in boot camp, and even at, moving forward, as you said, Stacy, and when it finally had the aha moment of, wow, this is, this is why I'm here uh -huh. in this human form is to experience all of it. And it is much like getting, you know, when you're a child, getting on that roller coaster because, you know, the slow climb up and then the deep dive down and it's all fun. And um, you pay money to go and experience that yeah. <laughs> because it, it's such a high, high and such a low, low, right? On a roller coaster. And so I was thinking about that and I thought, that's why I'm here. I don't want to just sit in meditation and, and joy and in paradise, yes, it's lovely, but there's so much more to do. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it was interesting that you brought that up with the boot campers as well, because I was questioning that myself of feeling sometimes like I'm in groundhog day, like I'm not making any progress doing anything. And it's like, well, you know, clearly my spiral isn't where it should be, or I would see movement. And then it's like in the judgment of that, of my own self, of my yeah. lack of patience for things just take time to unfold. 
And um, yeah, so it's, it's been lovely discovering all of that. And uh, yesterday in Claim Your Power Hour, the stream spoke to that because I, I had asked them a question kind of around all of that. And yeah, they said the same thing. We didn't come here to sit on top of a hill and manifest constant pure joy because there would be no expansion or experience in that. Yeah. 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 It's interesting too how um, I'm noticing, like, especially with the three of us, we've kind of manifested our own like push out into the wilderness. Like let's blow it all up (laughs) so we can recreate it, but in different ways, like you've left your home and, you know, living very, very small, so to speak. And now you're, you're getting ready to go with just a backpack on that blows my mind into the wilderness of unknown and yet you're, you're doing it and how fearless and amazing that is. Oh, and I'm very curious too. to see what comes out of this. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, there, that, there are elements of that that are still like, I had to um, detune the fact that this little trailer is my security blanket. It's like, mm-hmm. you can let go of your, your little blankie. It's, it's okay. And well, if you think about it, you went from living in a, in a fairly large home to a yes. tiny trailer down to nothing, you know, just with the backpack out on the, the trail and you, you sort of weaned yourself off of those comforts. Yeah. It's uh, you had it up. It's been really intense. I, I know you heard that one. I know you heard that, that snore. That was so funny. At least they're not like barking and playing and stuff. They're really calm right now. They played all morning. So the, we, we've talked a lot about vibrational journeys and that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Life is a vibrational journey for everyone. With Taya, we're just much more intentional with it. And the things that we're describing, one of the things that I know came up last night and Claim Your Power is we were, the, the stream was, was, was referencing how when we move into this new vibrational space, we very often don't think that we've changed much or that our lives have changed much because we're now experiencing the new vibration until we really have some distance and look back and realize, gosh, how much I've evolved in the past year, two years, five years, 10 years, how much my life has changed, how much more trusting I am of things now. You know, I I know personally, my journey with all of this is, is evolved significantly. There, There was a time I remodeled a few homes in my lifetime and there was a time where I was push, 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 demand, 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 get over here right now. I need you to do this thing. And we got to have this done. I used to be like that, very type A, uh, very dominant. I know you can't imagine that, but I was. And now I'm just so, I'm I'm so much more, I'm not, I don't don't think anybody would call me laid back, but I'm so much more laid back about stuff and not, uh, not, not hammering and not needing things nearly the way that I used to just so chill about everything because now I'm truly trusting. I'm trusting that it's just all going to work out. It's all going to, you know, that there's nothing going on here that is that serious. And I apply that to every aspect of life. Yep. Me because too. now my adventure is, you know, my in-laws are, are moving into this house and they're going to be here 24 seven. And we were over there last night because we'd yet another medical emergency to run over to last night. And I was sitting there, you know, with Michael's mother and she's on the oxygen tank and, and we're just, um, just chatting. And I was so just at peace with this is where they are in their journey. 
And I see the suffering they create for themselves in the judgment of where they are in their journey. But if, when I, when I look at, oh gosh, you know, these, these, I've never imagined living, uh, having elderly people living in the home with me. I've never imagined that until this year when that's sort of becoming a reality for us. And it's just an experience that I'm moving into literally moving into, but, you know, an experience that, that is, is manifesting where, and of course, you know, we, we have a, a great situation with the perfect house, with the separation of the spaces and home health care and all that lovely stuff, you know, set up for it. So it's not anything, you know, terrible anyway, but it's just going to be an experience for all of us. Yeah. I have this, I, I never thought because I've never had children. I've never wanted to have children. I've never imagined uh, because, you know, I'm not close to my parents having to take care of elderly parents. And here I'm moving into this scenario that five years ago, I would have never imagined in a million years I'd be moving into, but here it is. And it's an experience and it's expansive as yeah. all experiences are. Mm -hmm. I think, um, I know Carrie can speak to this as well, but having gone through mm -hmm. the last chapters of my parents' lives with them, there is so much grace and wonder to explore in watching them go through their process watching them conclude their lives on this planet and it's i there's no words i can't really describe it in words it was just a miraculous experience and i feel extremely blessed that i got the opportunity to share that with them yeah, yeah something taya has definitely offered to me is the ability to view life and death from a much higher perspective uh, and of course, when I'm channeling, I totally get it. But then I can bring that through the practice. I can bring that perspective into my world when I'm not channeling. Yeah. And it has shifted significantly, not fearing my own death, not fearing my own spin outs, not fearing, uh, you know, things unraveling or unmanifesting or moving through periods with health and finance and all these other things that we all do. Yeah. Because the that's that's where the matrix gets you. You know, when you start judging and fearing and believing that, oh, I've got to go back and do XYZ because I just have to. Well, why do you have to? Because if I don't, what? If you don't what? What follows that? Well, if I don't, I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be judged by other people. You know, all these little things that we fear. Mm -hmm. And if you don't fear them and you really get to that place where you just don't fear any of those things, I am here for whatever life delivers. And of course, life is delivering what we're vibrationally aligned with. We all know that. But being okay with whatever life delivers, think of how many things, how much joy we hold ourselves away from because of fear. Yeah. How many people are working in jobs that they hate? because they're so terrified to leave for, you know, to, to just trust their abundance and leave or trust their abundance enough to go try something different. Mm -hmm. How many people are in bad relationships? How many people are single? A lot of people will complain about being single, but yet they, they unravel potential relationships systematically because they fear there's a red flag that pops up and they retreat from, from any potential relationship. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. You said that because, um, I was thinking, uh, just back, like you said, kind of looking back at where I was and where I am now. And it was so interesting to me, which prompted me actually to go on the spiritual journey was when I went through my divorce. Um, I was so pushing against 
the type of person I was married to, that every date I went on was a variation of that. Mm-hmm. And then as <laughs> and, soon as you see that, you retreat from it, right? Yeah. And I was like, but, but I thought, okay, clearly, I mean, that was my first indication of clearly I'm doing something to attract the same person over and over again. I need to do some work. So that's what started me on my spiritual journey of figuring out um, and at that time, I didn't know, of course, that I'm creating that, right? By pushing against it, it was my focus. And so I kept drawing more of it in. And I was just like, oh, I do not want this. But I, I didn't have the tools then to know how to switch that and find and bring in what and I that, That's the genius of the matrix, really. It, it's it's it designed is. to... Lead you right into manifesting more of it, whatever you're judging, whatever you're fearing. Here's uh-huh. more, here's more, here's more. And the matrix holds you in that, that space indefinitely until you figure out how to get out of it. And I think most people never really figure out how to get out of it. They, they live their lives through the matrix and it's the experience that they have. They're excited about it on the other side because they came to have a contrasting experience and it's okay. But now we've evolved beyond needing to be controlled that way. We don't need those elements of control anymore. And I, uh, speaking of TikTok earlier, I saw a woman on TikTok saying that, that societies unravel when people get out of line. Uh, and she was really going into the whole, um, you know, gay, lesbian, transgender thing. She was really just hating on all of that stuff. You know, like as soon as you allow people to, to be something other than the assigned, you know, their assigned gender. And as soon as you allow people to have a sexuality that isn't you know, assigned in a rule book, then the society unravels and ceases to be. And then she started, you know, t- speaking of, of ancient Rome and stuff like that. And I thought it was really interesting. I was just listening to her thinking, gosh, there's so much fear woven into anything that's not just an, a, a human created assigned path. And that's the matrix. <clears throat> Don't step out of the matrix, get back into the, you know, get back into the maze here. You're all supposed to be in the maze. And the stream is talking about, and for those of you that are uh, members of Patreon or on Patreon, uh, you know that we're, we've posted the, uh, <laughs> the lawn people are here now. <laughs> there's going to be noise on this podcast. There's going to be echoes. There's going to be leaf blowers. There's going to be dog snoring. Uh, it just doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't stop. It's so funny. So now we have that background noise. But anyway, uh, I'll just talk right through it. It is so fun. Oh, he's, he's doing the hedges. It's not just the leaf blower's edges. <laughs> I really can't hear much on this end, so I think you're okay. <laughs> I think you hear it, but we it's don't so hear funny. it so much. Yeah, I don't hear it. I'm surprised you don't hear the 30 mile an hour winds that are blowing me around in here right now. He looked in and he looks right in here when I'm on this video with the headphones and waves. and then, <laughs> It's so funny. Um, such as such is life. I, I will get back into a studio scenario soon. For those of you that listen all the time, uh, we, we've gone, you know, I've moved. I don't have my studio anymore. Our sound quality got really good there for a while. We also were using a platform uh, that the sound quality was superior, but it was, we lost a lot of audio. We lost a lot of footage and we weren't able to publish some podcasts because of it. So we kind of gone back to the, the old Zoom platform here for now, but we will manifest a, a better path, I promise. <laughs> but hopefully the information on this podcast is so good that the sound quality and the background noise and the dog snoring uh, aren't such a big deal. You're not judging it the way that I am right now. So 
what was I even talking about? So back to the topic. The great thing about <laughs> back to the topic. Back to the topic. The great thing about the Taya tools that you can learn if you jump into boot camp or watch any of us talking endlessly about how wonderful they work because they do work. You can choose not to be in the matrix. You can choose to still exist in the matrix, not demonize it and still view it from a higher point to still yeah, experience. You can, you can appreciate it and understand it and know what yeah. it is and recognize it and even recognize when you're getting drawn into it and being yeah. okay with that and then move back out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fear and judgment. I, and last night on claim your power hour, um, I got to be host Stacy cause Debbie G couldn't come. So uh, it was quite, quite amazing. Um, but anyway, they stream said, and it just, I love this because you, Stacy, sparked the curiosity in me of asking more questions again, like a three-year-old. Well, why is that? And when, and the stream said, there's expansion in asking the question. Mm. And I thought, oh, that just gave me this huge, like, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and I love that because we kind of started out in that and, and my curiosity with all the different belief systems and just asking the question out of curiosity, not out of judgment, not out of, you know, you're right, I'm wrong or vice versa, but just being curious. Like, what do you believe in? I'm curious. There's expansion in that. And how amazing is just that? And how simple to me always that I love the simplicity of tie tools and how the stream can just bring it right down to a clarity. So simple as that, you know, there's expansion in asking the question. Curiosity is the desire, really the soul's desire to expand calling you forward. And then that satisfied curiosity creates the expansion. So it's a tool of expansion to be curious. Why is this? Why does the universe, you know, all, all of the things that we're curious about, and isn't it lovely to be curious? Some things that came out of the um, some things that came out of the live from last night. It was really good. It was really really good. They went really really deep into into um, the the need for an operating system and why we have this curiosity and how our soul is constantly calling us forward into expansion and to through through the wilderness. You know, here's this wilderness of fear and judgment and. And then you get out here and you feel like you don't have a support system and you feel like you need to be saved by whomever and you don't, there's never going to be an external savior because we are creating our reality and we are our own savior and we have complete power to do that. No matter how many times you spin out. And what I found, I'm so down with the spin outs now in my life because every time I spin out on some topic, I learn so much and I grow so much in the experience of moving through the spin out and coming back out of it. And then I realized, gosh, that expanded me so much. I, I have, whether you want to call it, you know, more sophistication, more awareness, uh, more character, I, all of these things. I love, the, I love the term character, character building. There are things that happen in our lives that build character within us. And usually they are born of struggle, challenge, the, the dark times, and they, that, that expands us. And most people know that, but isn't it interesting that our ego still wants to hold us away from having those experiences? Our ego, no, don't do that. Don't take that risk. 
You don't want to be hurt again. You don't want to experience disappointment again. Think about how many things people just don't pursue because they fear being disappointed. Failure, the fear of failure is huge. Yeah. For humanity. You know, oh my God, what if I fail? But if you talk to any millionaire, failed multiple times over any billionaire will tell you the same thing any athlete will tell you the same thing yeah the only difference is that you fail and you learn from the failure and you come back again and you come back again and you come back again and then you you learn to find joy in the process not the end result because these the the people that we know the the celebrity multimillionaires billionaires of the world are serial entrepreneurs they're always wanting to do something else. And, and some people will look at that and say that they're greedy. Oh, you know, why do they need more money? They're creating yet another business. You know, look at Elon Musk. You know, he could have retired after PayPal. And now he's gone on and reinvented the auto industry. And now he's going into space. And he's, you know, doing all these different things all the time. And I, I think it's just that ongoing need to expand and create. And once you create something big, you have the confidence that you can do it over and over and over again. And even if you fail... The, the fun is in the process of the creation, yeah. not in crossing the finish line of some end result. Yeah. I saw Elon's done a, a Tesla phone. Which yeah. I'm intrigued about. He also has a, a satellite system that he's instituting that will actually cater to us uh, nomads. <laughs> yeah. Well, the phone is going to work from what I understand. That phone is going to work off of, and I'm not techie. Yeah. I have so many devices in my house that I can't figure out how to work right now. Is it? I can figure out how to work them. The setting up of the things is, is tricky for sure for me. Um, so the, the phone is going to work for, off of satellites instead of cellular. So you don't have to be in a cell to have service, which makes you in, in modern technology terms, you would think, well, gosh, my satellite radio works just about everywhere. Why can't a phone do that? Yeah. So I think for you, that will be fantastic because you oh, will have yeah. connectivity at the top of a mountain. So I currently do have connectivity at the top of a mountain. There's this great little device called an inReach made by Garmin, which is basically an SOS device. So if I get in trouble, I can send limited text because it will link with my iPhone. Um, but this thing's awesome. Like I could be anywhere and yeah. still connect out into the universe, into humanity and say, Hey, hello, anybody out there? Yeah. Didn't you take, you texted me from that one, one morning, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it was like some relay SOS service. I'm like, what is this? And I thought it was just some junk, you know, and I realized and he's just like, hi, it's Stacy. It's me. Don't, me. don't delete. <laughs> me, don't delete it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really, that's really cool. That's really cool. You should be able to do that. I didn't know that cell service didn't work. Uh, well, I knew they didn't work everywhere, but I bought a house uh, outside of Seattle when I moved there at the top of a mountain and our cell phones did not work up there. And that was the first house where I wasn't going to have a landline. That was years and years ago. Uh, but we didn't have cell service up there. When you got up the hill, it just stopped because there's no, I guess cellular needs things to bounce off of. Yes, yes, and when yes. you live at the top of a, a mountain, there's nothing for it to bounce off of. So you don't have cell service. Exactly. Exactly. You can't go higher. Still in Texas. I mean, people don't realize like how vast... And, and much like California, there's mountain areas and desert areas and there is, you do not have cell service. But I never thought of that, David, because driving through the desert in Texas, there were many places, no cell service, but my satellite radio played. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the only time my satellite radio goes out is under, under bridges or trees. Bridge, or right. like that. <laughs> yeah. so I never that's thought all. Of that. So that would be, that's a much better way to have a a telephone, a phone service 
would be ah. cell would be satellite. I'm super yeah. intrigued. I hope they're not big bag phones. I don't know if you guys remember those. No. <laughs> Could you imagine coming out with a bag phone? At this, although remember, phones got really tiny. Yeah. And then they started getting big again. They got yeah. too tiny, and then people wanted bigger phones. Because I remember when the first iPhone was pretty small compared to what we have now. Yeah. A big bag. Looks phone. like it's the same. I saw a picture of him holding it up. It looks like it's pretty much the same size as a regular, you know, iPhone 13. Yeah, he kind of. I think he took kind of the, the, the what people like about the iPhone and applied, you know, satellite technology to it. I can't Why imagine not? that Apple's going to let him yeah. beat yeah. them to that race, but maybe, maybe they will. Who knows? That's form of flattery. Welcome so. to Tech Talk with the stream. <laughs> people are like what the hell are these crazy it's friday it's been a crazy week for all of us yeah. we're kind of just bouncing all over the place from topic to topic hopefully you're getting some um, some growth out of listening to this uh, you know i love having the podcast i love just being able to casually reach out and connect to people oh, yeah. um i i have found this is for me this is becoming the year of community mm-hmm. we love boot camp we love the boot camp community we love what that does for people uh, it's definitely a life-changing thing to get into and do that work and, and, and learn that. But beyond that, what we saw last year, we had more people come through boot camp than ever in 2021. And the lovely thing is, is that they've all stuck around in the community. Not, not all, but the vast majority of them are still in the community mm-hmm. and they're part of it and they're mentoring and some of them are coaching and, and they're, they're making it their way of life. And I love that we're keeping in touch and we're building this global community within this practice because I do think it's important to sort of have a home base to keep expanding your practice, however you choose to do that, because you have to have a belief system. You do. You can't just not say that you're not going to have a belief system because then you're going to, you're going to get drawn into something. Consumerism, science, uh, atheism, all of these things. And I realize that some people are into multiples, but there are all these belief systems that if I have enough money, I'll have joy. My life will be good. Or I'm not going to believe anything unless it's absolutely scientifically proven. And there are those people that need everything to be black and white, scientifically proven. Thankfully, the scientists aren't like that because to me, a scientist is a believer in something that they allow themselves to imagine, you know, what if, and then they want to find a path to concretely prove it. I get that, but I don't need scientific evidence. I I do like creating my own evidence in my life. And Taya is very much like that. Yes. The stream is always saying, take this and apply it in your life and see how it works. Yes. 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 Yeah, that's, I agree. And the community part to me, um, I've been thinking on that because I, of course, was much like David, get it done, type A. Um, I'll figure it out by myself. I can do it by myself. And through that journey, realizing that we weren't designed as humans to to be by ourselves or to do things by ourselves. And even this, like looking back at my spiritual journey and the self-taught of reading books and applying the concepts, you can only go so far. And so that was what really, really love. I love so much about Taya is the community and that when I am struggling with a concept or, um, you know, just needing clarity, I can reach out to any one of you and we can have this lovely conversation without judgment. Uh, I've, I've, it's a beautiful environment to be in because we've removed fear and judgment. So I can tell you the kookiest, craziest stuff 
and work through it with you guys. And there is no judgment. And, and I was sitting outside this morning in my meditation, thinking about my lovely circle of friends. And I do have some amazing friends that I've grown up with, but there are some things that I know if I told them, especially recently, (laughs) (laughs) like, Oh, Carrie, Carrie's losing it out there on that Island. <laughs> yeah, I went into something with my, when I went to, to visit my parents, my father and stepmother uh, in Austin last year, at the end of last year, I remember saying something to my sister and she just, you know, her eyes just got really big and she just kept backing up like, oh my gosh, this is so insane. He's really got, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the weird black sheep middle child, you know, anyway, they're all so practical and so black and white, and I'm so not that. And it's always been that way. Uh, but gosh, she was just overwhelmed for a moment. And I just started laughing and like, okay, I'll stop now. I, you know, you don't want to hear all this stuff, but yeah. yeah. Sometimes it is fun to push the buttons and just watch them read anyways. <laughs> yeah. That, honestly, that is what I truly miss the most when I am out on the trail when I'm just with my survival needs on my pack, I start really missing the Taya community. I start missing people to have the conversation with. I have these great, you know, inner monologues and like Carrie, I've done a lot of exploration and extensive reading around spirituality and psychicness. And I mean, you talk anything about it and I've, I've read it, (laughs) but the true test of any of those things was, can I apply this to my life and make it work? And there always yeah. seemed to be a hole. There was a hole somewhere that that it just wouldn't flow flawlessly into my existence. It wouldn't help me to obtain those things that I really desired. And when I found Ty, I found David on uh, Instagram, not TikTok. <laughs> I don't think TikTok even existed. Maybe it I did. I wasn't aware of it. Back then, did it? I mean, that that back in, back in the day. Cool give you everything you need to move forward, to create a life full of joy and free of fear and judgment. And yes, sometimes it's quite limited to our immediate community in terms of discussing it and broadening our perspective, getting even further, deeper clarity on who we are and what we're creating in our lives. But it, it sure is damn special and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Me either. And I'll tell you, every time a new boot camper comes in and brings that new curiosity and those questions that push, it pushed me, I feel like push me to another ledge, push me into more wilderness of, oh, I never thought about that. You know, let me look at this question. It just, it's such a fascinating experience. And I, and I feel like that as a human being, when we came here to be human, that we learn so much more in the experience of it versus reading it or, um, you know, hearing it like a Ted talk, like you said, David, or a TikTok. but actually diving in and actually experiencing yeah. the, the moment of, like you said, play with it, you know, um, show it to yourself. You know, I think any human being can, can really relate to, um, manifesting, which is a big buzzword now, but, but having that day where you get that front row parking lot, you are parking space, you go into the store and those boots you've been dying to buy are on sale. And then the, you go to buy them and the lady's like, Oh, here's a coupon 10, 10% extra off. And you just leave there and you're like, yes, you know, what a great day I created. And, um, 
And then when you start to realize that you can create that in your life all the time, wow, mm-hmm. it just blows my mind. And, and I never you can return, you can return to the trust and return to the magic of all that yeah. from any position. And, and for people that are listening in your lives are sort of spun out and you maybe even feel a little hopeless. This is, it's a practice that allows you to find authentic. And I, and I do mean authentic. I can't stress that enough. Authentic yeah. appreciation for your vibrational journey. That's the big difference here. It's not about manifesting perfection. I don't, you know, that's bullshit. Nobody's out really manifesting a perfect life all the time. (laughs) It it is, it is. And a lot of people uh, that that do things that we do sort of give that, you know, idea that you're going to, via the law of attraction, have this perfect life. The stream, you know, talks about the Instagram life, the Instagram version of life where everything everything is just perfect all the time. Well, we're, we're not here for that. And that's the biggest component of this. And the biggest life, the, the most life-changing thing for me was coming to understand that the ups and the downs and the obstacles and the spin outs and all of that stuff are all part of it. And it makes that process enjoyable. And in the enjoyment of it, the obstacles are fewer and further between and the default vibration going higher and higher and higher and deeper appreciation of my life journey life has gotten better and better and better and just keeps getting better and becomes more magical too, because things are coming in in very unexpected and unorthodox ways. And that's, that's the cool thing I like is like, Oh hell, I don't have to do X, Y, Z. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything. That's, that's amazing. When you get to that space where you realize you don't have to do anything, mm-hmm. you get to move through your vibrational journey, not fearing the spin outs not fearing the obstacles, in fact, embracing them, because that's where we really grow and expand. Yeah. It sounds very much like my journey on the road. Each place that I go to, I know where I'm going, but mm-hmm. I don't know, like I know how to get there because I got my GPS. Thank, thank you, universe. <laughs> I got the location picked out, but when I get there, I'm never sure what I'm going to find. And so in the last um, week I was in Mammoth, lovely, not my place. I have too many people disconnected by because it's very much a tourist place. And so I'm thinking to myself, oh, I can really just use something quieter, something um, more, more um, almost motherly like to kind of soothe me after that experience. Oh, that would be lovely. Passing thought. Drive into this little tiny RV park that's maybe got 20 different RVs. I don't know who owns this place but they've set up these little meditation gardens. There's beautiful flowers everywhere. Laundry is a dollar, you guys. I can do a load of laundry for a dollar. (laughs) The bathroom has these cute little signs, dare to be happy, you know, anything that you can want, Q-tips, razors, hand lotion, it's all in there. And I literally, when I walked into the bathroom after not having a shower for four days, I was like, thank you so much whoever owns this place i love you so it's it's that same feeling of having the universe delight and surprise me with this lovely little gem right on the beach of a lake my dog's been having great fun picking up dead fish and birds and flinging them around like they're toys (laughs) so it's it's so neat to be able to let go of the reins Mm -hmm. and not be driving to the next point 
I have to be this. I have to experience that. It must be a four-star resort or nothing. No, no, uh, no judgment there, David. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you were making the you were making that community sound really cool. Oh, I, if I could probably handle really that. Really cool. I would if, if you want to experience it for a week, it'd be totally cool. But I was just happy to have a hot shower. I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I love what you said, Stacy, because um, I think you know, we all get caught up in that timeline. Oh, I've got to be there. You know, I've got to be there at this time. And, and then you start thinking of all these things that, you know, I've got to be there and it, it needs to have X, Y, and Z. And when you lean back and like you said, and thought I, you know, next place will be new and surprise me. And then it, you find those beautiful little surprises along the road. I love, I, always been my favorite was impromptu road trips oh yes yeah. <laughs> my daughter and I took one during the pandemic and we just we went in the car and we just started driving and it was absolutely the same absolutely lovely because we didn't have a map or anything we just decided when we would stop to eat okay you know we want to yeah. be on the road so many more hours and she'd get on the phone and look for an airbnb like within that location and we have found the cutest little places and like you said they just these lovely little gifts in there and um wow we just we just had so much fun and we had no timeline no specific destination and to me that's exactly what trust is on our journey in our lifetime no no set destination no set I'm going to get there. I am going to enjoy this journey and trust that whatever shows up is going to be great. And if it isn't great, I will find appreciation in the lesson because even oh, being great is my judgment of it, but yeah. just, just experiencing really living life. I think we've forgotten that as a whole in yeah. the three matrix. Well, like you were saying about TikTok or Instagram, it's so easy. And even I get caught up in scrolling through other people's experiences. Like, oh, yeah. this person's in this national park. That looks cool. Oh, they're over in Italy in Lake Como. God, I'd love to go there. Oh, this person's in Greece, you know? And it's like, I can get so caught up in viewing voyeuristically, but not experiencing wholly those yeah. experiences, those places in it. Yes, it does um, motivate me and inspire me to go travel to these locations, but to have that experience of complete joy and appreciation to briefly interact with the individuals who do own this place and to see how quickly that joy catches on mm -hmm. and how much that appreciation that just that vibe, me throwing that out, not even saying anything like over the top, just like, oh, thank you so much. This is a lovely place. These people were so happy and like the matrix, you get caught up in the negativity, the control, the need to fit in. You can shift it by using your Taya tools to stay in that space of joy and appreciation. And that catches just like wildfire as much as the matrix of negativity. So you get to choose. Yeah. I like making people happy. I remember looking back at a journal of mine when I was um, probably 13 years old and it was at some Christian day camp that I had gone to because I was curious, well, it's Christianity, right? 
they have you ask, well, what's your purpose in life? And I had written to make people laugh and smile. So it's like, wow, if I were to just go back to that pure clarity that I had when I was 13, and I do that over and over. And I I ask myself, am I where I thought I'd be when I was 13? And it's like, oh, not quite today. Maybe I should work on it a little. What shall I detune? What shall I appreciate more? How can I let go of the wheel and trust fully that the universe will provide? Good question. (laughs) We'll end there, but we will pick up over on Patreon. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, the, the how we get to this place where it's so easy to manifest joy which is what everybody, everything that you think you want, you think you want it because you think it's going to make you joyful. And the matrix teaches us that consumerism is, is, a, is a manufacturer of joy, right? And it can be. And we're, we're taught all these other things, but really the end result is what makes us joyful beings and what makes us enjoy our life journey, our vibrational journey while we're physical. We're going to pick that up over on Patreon. So we hope to see all of you over there. Thank you all for listening, Stacey and Carrie. Thank you for joining as always. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.